Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trendea, the future Ooh. Academy Award winner. I'm calling it now. Uh, Zendaya. Uh, from Johnny Davis, uh, we just learned it is not pronounced as papaya, like Zendaya. It is mm-hmm. Zendaya uh, or Trendea. If you're just using learned it. this now. We just learned this. Uh, it was weird. I remember when she was first coming out and I worked in radio, she came to the, the Power 106 where I worked and everyone called her Zendaya and she let it rock. And then like yeah. later on, people called her Zendaya. I was like, well, I guess maybe at the time when you're like 16 and even though you're a huge star. Yeah, just like, starting out. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, that's what it's like to be a woman in the workplace is like you have to become a massive celebrity to be like, actually, my name is uh, this other thing you've been saying. <laughs> and he knows wrong. that my name is not Susan. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's tell the people a few of the things. Oh, you're Miles, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm Jack. Uh, yeah. Here are a few of the things that are trending today, I should say. Uh, Gen X is trending. Finally, uh, my people, I'm on the right on the edge of glory of being a uh, Gen Xer. And yeah, yeah we're, we're in the news for a pretty cool reason. Wait, why are you now Gen X? A lot of times you, you claim millennial, bro. Well, it just depends on what the, with if me. I like seven months earlier, I would be firmly Gen X, but some people like 80 is right on the line between X and millennial. how do you feel in your heart? Oh, millennial dude. I took that Buzzfeed food quiz. Put oh, me at 38 yeah, you, dog. Yeah. What about your, do you have homies that are like, like by definition in Gen X and they still, are they like riding with that categorization or like when they're on the cusp, they're like, I don't know if this is really. No, nah, Gen X is so like anti-establishment, man, that they don't Fuck you they labels, dog. Give Every time Pepsi. I ask them about uh, whether they're Gen X, yeah, they grab a Pepsi, give me the finger and skateboard away. Um, <laughs> I said, "Fuck you, bro. I'm Generation Next. Middle finger, suck that one. Suck that one, dude." <laughs> so yeah, uh, Gen X, man. On Fox News, the reason it's trending for many reasons because we'll get to the cancel culture part. But Jillian Turner on Fox posited this question on Fox News, and I don't know what the intent is, but just listen to this. Up ahead, plus cancel culture is spreading like wildfire. There is now a call for Generation X, that is X, to lead the charge to save America from the social media mob. Can they do it? Okay, what? Okay, I don't know. What the, I don't know what. Okay, sure. Can what? Can they? Who? In what sense? What are they? Well, there is they a call, like, Miles. <laughs> the most. Uh, unfuckwithable uh, journalistic peg that you can put hang something on. Uh, there have been people saying uh, there, there is, a, is call? a call. From who? Uh, Boomers? I think from, from her. Is, he, is the, the idea that story? like Gen Xers are like the older siblings of millennials and they will basically bully us into ending cancel culture like a from like an older sibling? Be like, hey, come on, kid. Knock that cancel culture stuff off. I'm your, I'm your big, I'm Gen X. Like right. I don't know what the fuck that means. I do feel like everybody who's older than me, uh, I would be suspect of having a take on cancel culture that is like, you know, slit. Not everyone actually, but yeah. I mean, this is just Fox News. Basically, probably saw some demographic chart that said that like more of their listeners are coming from Gen X than before and are oh, trying to reach across the aisle. 
to Dang, that song I was playing was that dude Daughtry from American Idol. That's right. <laughs> Daughtry. The voice of a generation. The voice yeah, of Jen- a new generation dog the fuck on i mean at the end of the day like you this is coming from boomers who are hoping that the you know class solidarity or like a burgeoning class consciousness that's emerging they'll be like put it out put it out gen x yeah because these other kids they've been completely skull fucked by our mishandling of the earth and economy that they don't give a fuck about what we hold sacred anymore because there's nothing sacred for them because we fucked it all up that's what happened I mean, it is very transparent, very straightforward, just like, so all the uh, boomers who we advertise gold and uh, (laughs) uh, catheters to are dying off, so we need uh, a new generation to come along. Uh, Hey, Gen X, there is a call uh, for you to rise up against the youngs. Uh, Will you you answer the bell? and the, I mean, Fox News now more than ever is an incredibly powerful and important tool, right? Because mm-hmm. the thing that is happening is no longer uh, driven by Donald Trump and whatever he decides to tweet that day and the legislation that he passes. Now there's a Democrat in the House. So, you know, it's more driven by middling policy uh, from the Biden administration. But the. There was this study that you pointed out that basically found that Fox News is doing its work. It's it's having an, the impact it intends to. Right. I mean, it's that's the whole point. Fucking right. just switch it up on people. And there's over the last week when the stimulus package was being talked about, debated how fucking you know benefits were going to reach people. The full court press on this Dr. Seuss cancellation quite literally took a larger share of the awareness, the media awareness of conservatives than the passage of the $1.9 trillion relief bill. Right. That's how, and it's, it's all by, you know, it's, it's all by design. And I think at the end of the day, it's just because they, first of all, they, I think the whole deal is like, they don't want it to look like Democrats are actually able to govern when they have power so like don't so don't talk about it because we can't debate that they're doing it so we have to completely distract you with a dr seuss smoke bomb that i guess enough people caught it for what it was but what's even wilder on the other side of it is that republicans are already spiking the football on themselves being like hey we delivered the goods for our our community in this covid relief bill that they didn't even fucking vote for yep What the fuck? Maria Salazar, for example, in Florida said many of our local job creators applied for, you know, uh, disaster loans at the beginning of the outbreak. And yet the pandemic has continued to take a devastating toll on our small businesses. We cannot force our struggling small business owners to repay these loans at a time when many are barely able to keep their doors open. I am so proud that my bipartisan legislation has officially become SBA policy. And that (laughs) became SBA policy when the Democrats. Yeah, voted, when the Democrats voted, voted for it. So, and she voted against it. So eat shit. But you still want to act like you did something? Again, yeah. eat all, eat the whole pile of shit and then come back for seconds because I have more for you. <laughs> and the whole thing is like, what, what, I get the whole thing. Like They have to scream like, Biden's going to divide us. But it's going to be hard to like reconcile that when you go home 
and you're you're just like patting yourself on the back saying how proud you are that Biden quote like listened to your ideas. Where's right. your so that's it, that's going to be a, a hard one to balance in the midterms where you're going to be like I did this thing with the president that gave us benefits but you're not bipartisan and yet you also didn't vote for it. It's sure, but I mean it, at the end of the day it's really not about much else except for yeah. Again, well maybe Gen X will save them. Um, I think, but honestly, Gen X doesn't give a fuck because I think they're. I don't think so. They're not. I, hope they not. I mean, you look at they've been through it too. You know what I mean? Like all the like satanic panic shit, all the met like rap and stuff. Like they were coming of age when they were getting their toys just stepped on and shit by conservatives. Right. So they've they've seen a version of this before, but yeah, whatever. I mean, good luck, Fox News. Good it's luck, so racism. Transparent for fighting a when like it's like somebody who. All their friends were like, damn, they're they're a bad person. They're always talking shit. And they like go and try and make friends with the person they were talking shit about. It's like very, very transparent. Yeah. Uh last week we had the biggest air travel day since pre-COVID, uh, which is alarming various uh health officials. And so there, there is an article in the New York Times uh, about how almost 50% of the population has gotten the vaccine in Israel and uh, because they have universal health care. Damn, healthcare. son. How'd yeah. you do that? Uh, universal health care. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Uh, but there's a detail in the story where they have a... Basically, it's an app. It's like a GIF that is... Like unique on your phone that you scan every time like you want to go in something. It's called it's called a green pass. It's a it's like a limited release NFT that you get <laughs> right. when you're vaccinated, <laughs> um, and that that's how they're allowing people into like gyms and concerts. Um, so like that that's just something that like jumped in my mind when I see that like we have the biggest air travel day. It's like, well, how many of those people were vaccinated, and we have no way of tracking that. Because yeah. we don't have not that, that many. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the, if you just Based on the, the numbers. numbers. Well, how um, old were they? And I'll tell you. Right. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, I, obviously anti-vaxxers would be outraged about something like that. But I don't know. I don't think we can avoid doing something that would make everyone's lives better because it will make anti-vaxxers mad. Like, if anything, it right. will it's just like publicize. It's like anything that becomes a slippery slope when we rely on the like technology to either administer course, or yeah. verify. Cause you know, not everybody has a smartphone. And then like, what do you do? Do you have like a, a one of one painting for the right. analog style? Like, Oh, Thank you. that's, that's legit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a poll that, you know, most people were saying like, it would probably be best if you had to be vaccinated to get on a plane right now. Like yeah. just making that a thing just to make it as safe as possible across the board. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are already just hearing about vaccines. That story, I'm not joking. Like, the amount of people who are be like, yo, May, bro, it's happening. Right. Yeah. Taking their foot off the gas now? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like spiking the football at the 50-yard line. Exactly, as, bro. As Fauci uh, put it. Um, oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. At the five-yard line. Did I say 50? Either way, I mean, my... I would say that's just as apt a you know metaphor yeah. at this point for how far along worst we are field our... position, but yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of field position, Drew Brees has retired. Uh, let the uh, 
you know, the take factory be retired. Uh, although I don't think it will. NBC has already signed him to uh, a analyst uh, contract, but he is. I don't know if you if you've seen if you saw if you care about football and watched the way his ball was moving last year, it was like the only question was whether like he had people who were willing to tell him the truth around him because it was it was bad. It looked throwing like that ball. The only question was, uh, do Black Lives Matter, Drew? Okay, both. Okay, you're gonna both. Okay, well, all right, both, both it sides. Up. Yep. You don't play both sides of the ball though either. You're not playing huh. quarterback and cornerback. Oh, huh. damn. Huh. Because huh. you both sides and everything. Okay, fine. Um, March Madness 2021, full effect. Uh, the Such a weird NCAA one. The NCAA tournament is back. And so there are also four uh, teams that might be swapped in if uh, there's a COVID emergency, which would be um, I'm an strange. understudy. Our team oh, is right. an understudy for the March Madness performance today. They are, yeah. First, they had the playing game to get it to like sixty-eight teams. Now they're right. now they're up to seventy-two with understudy teams. But um, let the runner-up from the playing games be the you know just in case UCLA doesn't beat Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, it's a real kick in the balls. Are you? Ex- I, I'm, I don't know if I'm how I feel. About, I, I don't. I'm not this quite is- ready for March. Ma- I mean, I love it, and I love. I want the players to be able to compete, but I'm more so from like a. Is this done? Is can they ensure everyone's safety here? That's my big concern. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Um, and it's weird that they would have the tournament when they have a question of whether like there's going to be a huge COVID outbreak that disqualifies one of the teams. Yeah, you don't want um, a contingency plan for a massive COVID outbreak. At right. that point, if that's a actual contingency, you have to prepare for it. That that should weigh into whether or not you have it. But I get it, baby. People have been putting their money down. And I get too, man. It's fucked up for these players because, like, the years literally fucking matter. Every yeah, second absolutely. fucking counts. Yeah, if, if you're you trying ask the to get players, out. I'm sure they just want to get out. Yeah. There, right? Um. And also, when you look at uh, what's happening on campuses, uh, at least at Duke, they had to like ban, like, send everybody into quarantine because of frat parties that were being super spreader events. So, right. Not sure that being at like a officially sanctioned NCAA basketball game is any worse than have just thinking about this. Have you seen last chance you the new season on Netflix? No, that's uh-huh. about East LA college basketball uh-huh. team. No, Woo! it's good. If you fuck with any of the last chance use, cause the football ones are amazing because yeah. we know first like America, we know in America what professional sports is to many people, especially people of color as quite literally one of the few opportunities for upward social mobility is to play a sport uh, and, you know, the dream, like you see the dreams on all these kids' faces, but the basketball one is something else. Uh, yeah. It's really, really good. And it, again, it creates this like empathy for these players too, because looking at the Juco players who aren't at high major D1 schools, like literally every second counts. Right. Or you're now you're 24, 25. And what the fuck are you going to do now? Like, um, it's a really, it's a really worthwhile series, uh, Damn. to watch. Um, I will check that out. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Georgetown who, despite being like nine and 
2012, I think, entering the NCAA or entering the Big East tournament, won won the tournament and is now in the NCAA tournament for the first time in a while. Okay. Patrick Ewing, Coach Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Uh, getting it done. It's funny uh, to see like Jawan Howard at Michigan. Patrick yeah, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing Georgetown. Everybody go home. Yeah, Jawan Howard's fucking getting it done. He's Michigan's number one seed. They look great. Uh, shout out to him. He also almost beat someone's ass last. last the other coach. Um, who had it coming? If you ask me, I mean um, yeah, Eddie Jones. Maybe he'll play, he'll coach Temple. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> um, I just made that up. I'm just no, thinking that because uh, Eddie like, Jones oh. went to Temple. You know, yeah. John Cheney passed away. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why the Georgetown story is a great story. Is John Thompson, uh, the coach that put Georgetown basketball on the map, passed away earlier this year, um, and is like a legendary figure, uh, right? Just in basketball in general, but. Uh, with and Patrick Ewing's coach to have him take over, yeah, and see, and we're all old enough to know all this stuff, folks. Yeah, I, it was I, dope I, to like watch. Like it was like because there's no fans, like it's real quiet. But then like Georgetown's bench like sounded like a crowd in and of itself. They were like talking, shouting, like it was just like you could tell how bad they wanted it. Um, oh really? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, uh, he definitely had everybody bought in. Uh, and then just a couple NBA things, Joel Embiid, uh, whew, scary moment for Sixers fans mm-hmm. when he did a awesome dunk and then landed and his legs seemed to go kind of in a funny direction, seemed to bend backwards, uh, which just a reminder that he is a 300 pound human being, basically. Right. Uh, that's what he's carrying around. So that's a, that's a lot of weight to be putting on any joint. At any time. Yeah. That's also crazy, too. Uh, Alonzo Mourning's son plays for Patrick Ewing at... It's just like, there's yeah. so much generational shit happening where I'm old enough to be like, yeah, I remember when they were playing. It's really like, wait. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like some young dude, like Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. is like well into his NBA career. Yeah. Um. Also, GC Kyrie put up forty on the Celtics. Yeah, he's something else. He's he is a bad. Look, I'm just glad. It's nice to see like so much on fire basketball because uh, there's it's it's really entertaining for the neutrals. Mm. Uh, you know, my Lakers on the business end. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that is gonna do it for this Monday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Wear a mask. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. North London is red. <laughs>